So just welcome you. Um, I mean, we've probably said it once or twice already, but so lekker. Um, Kuni, Jolis, yo, you're like good. Don't worry if you don't know them. They just look, if you see the most handsome couple this evening, you'll know it's them. Mar, um, <laughs> did, you, did you know who I was speaking about? Okay. Anton, Kuni, Kuni Anton. So for some of you that are sitting here and you're wondering what just happened, well, bear with us. Um, I'm just here as a, someone, as a vessel, to deliver what I think the Lord wants to speak to us about. So over the last couple of weeks, but before we go there, let me just give you a little testimony, if I may. Is it okay? So <laughs> I was yet to be saved, but I knew the name of Jesus. Was there anybody else like that? You knew the name of Jesus. You weren't yet saved. You know what salvation is. That's when you give your life over to him. But we'll talk about that again later. But uh, just like I was demon-possessed, and whenever this happened, when I fell into sin, which usually allows for Satan and his cohorts to come and open up my heart, that was way back. Don't worry, I'm not talking about the most recent past. This is, I was about 20, 19 years old, quite a wild person. Annie can, she can tell you all about that. She knows 99.9% .9 of what happened before then. And whenever I was fearful, the one night I went to visit a girl, the bike broke down, and I had to run over a hill, very dark. Uh, we lived on plots where out of, outside of the city, way far, I won't even mention the place. And I ran down this hill, Doreen Road. I just remember the road. It's like it must have been cursed or something. Because all hell was chasing me. Verstaan jylle wat ek sê? Ek hardloop. Ek kan bykie hardloop, nie meer nie. En ek hardloop by die afdraan. It's like a three kilometer downhill. And I'm running away from Satan and his demons. Because I was so stoked the last couple of weeks. And all I could say as I was running was, In the name of Jesus! In the name of Jesus! Want hulle chase me. So, this name is what I want to talk about tonight. Okay, there is a story to the story. Don't worry, young David, I'll get to the point. So, I just want to take you guys, if I may, tonight. Um, we often speak about his name. And as an unbeliever, I even knew his name. Um, we mention him in conversations. And the question I have is, do we really tru truly know him? Mike purposefully selected songs about the Lord, about his name, for this preach or this teaching. But the great purpose of man, especially once we give our lives to Christ, is to glorify him, this God, the King of Kings. But how do we do that if we don't really know his name? So for the last couple of weeks, we've been singing songs about his name, yet I'm concerned, do I know his name? And... Don't worry about the scripture, uh, Linz. Whether then you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. That's in Corinthians. Essential to our ability to glorify Him is the knowledge of Him. So how can you glorify? I can't speak about Yanas intimately with you, about His character and His nature, how He lives, His love and His patience and His newfound love for Christ over the last year, if I don't know about, if I don't know him, if I don't go and surf with him and Bianca Beitendach, the Olympic medalist yesterday. But I had to spend time with him to get to know him. Huh? So, we always run into her. 
it's a surf story, but whenever me and him go to Herald's Bay, it's a left, don't worry. Um, I don't want to just speak surf jargon. But um, we always run into her. And I'm like, why, Lord? And we chat to her, but she surfs way better than both of us together. Okay, back to the Lord. So how do we get to know him? We need to do it personally. And in view of the knowledge that we develop about him, now we can worship him properly. It's from that place. So uh, let's look at um, a, a lot of um, babies um, expected in this household over the next couple, next couple of months. And in some cultures, um, parents name their children after traits that they wish their kids would have, like faith and hope and blessing. And yeah, it's true. And in some, um, children are named after historical figures, Alexander, like Alexander the Great, or other historical figures. And like in, in Spain, I think there's a lot of Jesuses. Jesuses? Jesus. Yeah? Which is Jesus in English. And um, some children, like our own, we have a Jared and Janaid. Some of you know them. And obviously, we prayed about these names. Um, Jared is in the Bible. He's like the guy who lived the longest ever in the Bible. Yeah? So it was, well, we don't know how long he'll live, but we like have a hope. But then, and Janaid is Jared, Annie, and Wade. So it's a combo. Now you know. But when they were born, we had prophecies and promises for them. We were quite blessed in that regard. Not a clear pathway, just some good biblical promises. But then Annie and I, I don't know who started it, but we felt they needed a second name. And we did that. We named Janaid Faith and changed the name. We went, changed the birth certificate. You can change your name, Janus, if you don't want Janru anymore. Piet van Gaard van der Berg. But you can do that. And we changed Jared to Jared Daniel. And so we saw the Daniel in him. Okay, moving right along. Certain cultures will even go to name their kids the name James, St. James, saints or religious heroes. And as Christian parents sometimes, John, Matthew, Polus. Huh? Yeah. An example in the Bible is Esau, which means hairy one. And what was he? Hairy. Jacob? Jacob, anyone? Deceitful one. Hmm? Let's just take a look at the Bible for a bit. Philippians 2 verse 5 to 9. I think, Jacques, if you don't mind coming up, come Jacques, Mr. Mostert, come lees gauw voor sy, so my oor kan nie daar sien nie. Just a change of voice. He likes to do this. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. Can I pray? You want to pray? Yeah. yeah quick one. Father God, we pray that this word will become alive in this moment. That we won't just sing and talk, 
Lord, I really pray that you will get the revelation of your Father heart in this moment. We did everything to come here tonight. And I pray even those that don't have expectancy tonight, that this word will become alive. And that we will be free when we walk out of here. In Jesus' name, amen. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, Jacques. So, names. Ichabod, which means the glory of the Lord has departed. Wow, you don't want that name. Or a person's life situation, like Naomi, who asked to be called Mara, which means bitter. It's hard. Scripture gives us examples of names changed, like I did with my kids, to reflect transformation in a person's life. Remember, Simon became Peter, and Abram, which meant exalted father, becoming Abraham, father of multitudes. Saul, you'll remember, he went to go and preach the gospel, ministering to the Gentiles, and he used his Roman name, Paul. Just a quick story that Emsley mentioned it on Wednesday morning with the older community. There's a community of believers that are over 70 years old. And one wimpy came in there and they say usually he walks in like this. It's maybe my future, but he walks in like this every time. But he came and he started dancing. I was like, wow, 85 years old. He's dancing for the Lord. Come on, guys. So... Emsley mentioned this, and it's weird. Muslims apparently have about 99, they call it 100 names minus one for Allah. Interesting. So they have 99 names. And apparently, if you can say just about all 99 names, you definitely have like an entry into heaven. But they're, they're heaven. They're heaven. Are they heaven? So, but interestingly, one of those names that you will never hear them say about Allah, their God, is Father. It's the one name they don't have. So if you wanted to start a discussion with a Muslim about Jesus, just get to know the 99 names, all 99 of them, and then speak about Father to them. The name of God. So Jacques already prayed that what we teach here tonight will resonate in our hearts. Why? So that we can love Him more, know Him better, and follow Him with more pure hearts and desires. Um, the Bible tells us the names of God that reflect qualities he possesses, his nature, his, characteristic tra uh, his character traits that we can count on. Because we want to depend on him. We want our faith to increase. So, I'm just going to quickly ask just to, do you know some of the names that, um, or the meanings of God's names in the Bible? Like especially Old Testament. We had a sticker, someone gave us a sticker, and his friend, it was, the Lord my banner. Thank you. And? Provider. And? Emmanuel. I'm going to say it, it's going to be pronounced wrong because there's no right pronunciation. Yahweh. You heard this, eh? Yahweh, have. That's Ainakuyetan. Is in Hebrew say any any other names of God? The Lord, Elohim, Elohim. That's where Chanel's second name's from. Chanel Elohim. Good one. No, Messiah, Jesus, the Messiah, the King, Christ. Yes. Abba, Abba, Father. Yep. Good. God, the Lord. It's all. 
Is this a reference that you made to a supreme being, somebody up there? Is that the Echotzin? Is it maybe someone far away, up in heaven? Just a question. God up there, or the God of the Bible. People speak about the God of the Bible. What is in God's name? What does it contain? And what does it tell us about Him, our Father? Let's take a look. We can just look at the second scripture, Joshua 9 verse 9. They said to him, from a very distant country, your servants have come. Because, why? Of the name of the Lord your God. For we have heard a report of him and all that he did in Egypt. So, it's not merely a word, but it's a divine manifestation. They wanted to come and see who this God is. To have called on his name in the Old Testament was to worship him. So, you understand that, that word I said earlier, and, and please don't try it because you're not Hebrew, and even the Hebrews get it wrong. Yahweh, 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 as you might know. When they said his name, it was holy to say his name. So, when he say Naam said, don't take it in vain, don't take it on in vain. When you call on Jesus, do that seriously. I smile because I can get very serious about that. Worship him. That's when we call on his name. Confess his name when we say God, Lord, Jesus, King. We acknowledge him. We love him. We put our trust in him. And then often when we need protection like my downhill run away from Satan and his cohorts, we need to be protected by him. So we call on his name. Best advice someone says, and the anders, you can't sleep, and the devil comes on up your board, say, go back in Jesus' name. And that's what we do. His name describes the character and the work of God as he relates to you guys. So you've got this King of Kings, the Lord of Heaven, and now you've got us as his people. Now, how does he relate to us? I mean, he's, he's fair, he's so fair. We, we say, wonderful. In Psalm 22, verse 22, we say, Jesus Emmanuel, and he is our redemption in Revelation 19, verse 13. He is clothed in a robe dipped in blood, and the name by which he is called is the Word of God. That's Jesus. Jesus, our Redeemer. His name describes how he deals with us as a covenant people. He is the counselor, the faithful one, the judge. Father, and our protector and provider. What happens then? God then sends His only Son, Jesus, and He calls, he calls us to follow Him. But why? As a bride and a marriage, He calls us to Him, and He gives us Jesus and says, Now, I want to call you by my name. So you have taken, I warn you guys, when you say, Jesus, I give you my life, I submit to you, salvation. Remember, you are entering into a marriage by Jesus. You are being prepared as a bride. So think about the marriage. You get a new name. It can be as Annelise Roots Shawnee. She could. I don't like double whammies, but it happens. And, but it's, it's now Wade and Annie Shaw. The same Annelise Ruth Shawnee. So we take on a new name. 
Mm. For us, in Jesus, we become now His ambassadors. As we take on this new name, we take on the name of Christ. You are the bride of Christ. John 17 verse 26. If you want other reference scriptures, there's lots. If you, if you like really want to go and study, you can take down James 2 verse 7 as well. Yeah. But John 17 26. I made known to them your name and I will continue to make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. That was Jesus' words. He wants us to live in and out of him. There's something that happened in the Old Testament, Jeremiah 23 verse 27. It, it, somehow the people forgot his name. They put it aside. And actually what happens when you put his name aside, you really depart from him. If you forget his name, it's, it's, it's as if you're saying, I don't accept Christ. I don't accept the redemption. Do not be forsaken. Choose him. His name is manifested. Obviously, we've spoken about this a little bit by Christ. In the New Testament, Jesus now actually, guys, sorry to burst the Israelites' bubble amongst us if you think you were perhaps somehow linked. Jesus replaces the name of Yahweh in the New Testament. Because Moses proclaimed at Mount Sinai in the Old Testament in Exodus 34, verse 5 to 7, the name Yahweh Haveh, but Christ came, and it's his new name. And now, as believers, we confirm ourselves belonging as belonging to him. Scripture, next one, we can take a look at 2 Timothy 2, verse 19. But God's firm foundation stands bearing this seal, just stop for a second. Salvation. It's a seal. Interessant. Yes, seal. When you give your life to the Lord, you are sealed. Speaks about eternity that. The Lord knows those who are His. And let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. So we have a response to this mighty name. We don't want to live here anymore burdened by sin and guilt, we want to live away from iniquity because we've taken on his name. To be baptized into his name, big thing. We had a baptism today. Who, who, who was baptized today? Yeah. Awesome, awesome. I think we've had four this week. It's lovely. Don't wait long. Yehufi lang te if you give your life to Christ, the baptism is an outward expression of something you've already done. You have made a transaction, a covenant with the Lord Most High, and you show it and demonstrate it by baptism. So, we receive a new name. What's your name now? I don't know. I don't know. Did you forget it? Chanel. And the new name? I don't know. Kind of the Almachtige. But you receive a new name. Your life, Chanel, and the others that were baptized, Yolanda, is no longer your own. The old has gone. 
We also preach in the name of the Lord. When I come here, and thanks, Yanru came to pray with me, I preach in the name of the Lord. I prophesy in the name of Jesus, in no other name. That's quite a thing when someone says to you, the Lord says, Debbie, he sees you. That's, watch out. You just, they, they, watch it. Take it serious, really. This is a big thing. We don't, we like, God says to, wait. Did he? It's the Lord Most High. Don't take on his name in vain. We do things in his authority, under his authority, not over his authority. We don't abuse the name. It's not a power name that I grab and bring over people. It's not the way. Miracles happen in his name. Marcel, and I'm sure there, there are a couple of, maybe there's one or two other testimonies about healing from last week, besides my wimpy, 84, 85 years old who danced. Any other Last week's prayer, will you share? Just shout it out. What happened? Thank you, Jesus. That just, that excites me. She didn't say, Stefan and Jan David prayed for me. Like, they didn't heal you. They prayed. Jesus, donkey, yo. The gospel, when I share the gospel of salvation and when I preach it and I share it with you just now, it's only made effective by his name. It's because of him that I can share the gospel. Not anything I have done or accomplished at all. So, as sinners, we are justified and forgiven by his name. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 11, if you can read with me before you all fall asleep. And such were some of you, us, but you were now washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Next, mensen Mensen Yarin lies my issue tonight. This is the issue, guys. When you hear the gospel... And you receive salvation by Jesus. You become an ambassador for him. Um, when you were young, did you ever hear the term ambassador? You would know because the British like ambassadors. Do you know ambassadors? Netherlands. Did anybody ever dream of being an ambassador for your country? Anyone? Did you? I thought so. I was like, that's the job. Someone said, you're going to when you're five years old. Huh? Yeah, man. And then I grow, grew up and you know, apartheid happened and people were killing each other and I was in the army and I'm like, I don't even want to be part of the army. I was forced to go to sign something. And I was like, I don't want to be an ambassador anymore. It's not so lacquer. But an ambassador, in, the, in biblical times, an ambassador, ambassador was sent by the king. Wait a minute. Remember there was a seal or something like Every king had a seal, so like a groot ring, not like the football players, a proper king's seal. And he would seal that seal, and he would say, Anton, go. Here's the message. Go and tell the region of Samaria that they now must give 20% of all their grain into the king's storehouse. You go. 
He goes as an ambassador. He represents fully the king. He carries the authority of the king. Verstaan jy, nou die autoriteit. This is where the life comes from. Not from your oligheid. How many hours you prayed. How many people you led to Jesus. That's wonderful. But you're carrying the ambassador's seal. And you better represent him well. But he gives you authority. Lekker. So I can go. And this is the challenge. I am sent. I'm ordained. I have the capacity. I can preach. I can prophesy. I, I can do all of these things. The other side. I come humbly before you, Jesus. I am lying flat at your feet. And to keep that intention in your life. Not intention. Intention as well, but intention. To keep that in attention. Because you are now an ambassador. Jy is aangestel. Jy het gekies. It was by free will. Sorry guys, if, if you haven't thought nicely about the covenant you made with the Most High God, do so right now and get it over with and start running the race. Want jy het a covenant gemaakt. You are an ambassador of the Most High God. So, I can no longer pretend. Sorry guys. Can I share a little bit about the elders meeting? Just briefly about Sundays. Your focus cannot be on Friday night, youth night. It cannot be on Sunday year. That is not it. This is what we've become. This is what we live. Because we can no longer pretend. Because the world is watching us. These nieuwe mense hier so, wat my ken en my kinders ken. Baie goed, nie ek splijf hulle, dankie. Maar, Antorien, so, I can't run away because I can no longer pretend. I'm an ambassador and an ambassador was a highly sought after job. Now it's not a job, but seek to be the ambassador of Christ. Ask him to use you. My effectiveness in obedience is critical to the plans and purposes of who? The one who sent me, the one who I represent. So what's my motive? Fixie motive. Get before the Lord. Ask Him, why am I doing this? Is it because I want to be seen? Is it because the church is a lack of place and when you stand up there you can at least speak to lots of people and be scum and sweaty? No. Why do I do this? And if I do this, do I know His name? We're nearly done. I have six more pages only. This all in Hebrew and Greek if I want to impress you. I want to. I have to ask myself these a couple of questions. So also to a 12 pentagon. If you need them, you can take my notes and burn it. Um, the first question is, as I step into his will for my life in the sphere of society that I influence, you'll understand are you ambassador? Will I thwart, it's a heavy English word, thwart, just break off. I thought, I thought, I will thwart it. Will I thwart the king's purposes? I thought so. You know what that means, thwarting the king's purposes? Will you do that? Will you honor it? Gaan jy eer bring aan hy naam? Of gaan jy dit destroy? Sorry guys, morgen, word ons wakker. And then we've got to represent him. Then this thing about taking the Lord's name in vain. Now guys, when the movies start 
and they praise Jesus, but not in that way. Chanel's like that. I'm like, yeah, and we switch off. We have governors in our house. They tell us, stop it, don't look. They're little ones. But I'm not talking about that vanity. I'm not talking about swearing Jesus. That's, that's bad. Don't do that. If you do it, ask Jesus to heal you. But the taking his name on in vain is what I want to talk about. You have taken his name. Don't take it on in vain. Why did you even do it? To impress people? To come because your friends have invited you? Take on his name and bring honor to his name. We've got to value this name. And thirdly, was there any value? Was there change? Did something happen in me when I took on his name? Am I witnessing? And am I discipling? Am I abiding in his wonderful name? This is fra, guys. And I'm telling you, out of that, God says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens. This is what it gebeur. It doesn't gebeur, take the word, and then you become this superhero. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and on word you it's out of this understanding the king, understanding his name, taking on the role of his, of his ambassador, and then living it out. This heart, but it's moeilijk. Why? There's one reason why. Because you are under his authority. He did send you. He did call you. Come on. And that's the way the power is. That's where the strength is. That's why you, that's why you whip it from order. Not out of your successful parents or the, your for five generations of architects or your heritage as a Hebrew or whatever. My question is, am I absent of value to him? Am I hollow? Janas, is that leeg? Annie, am I empty? Am I ineffective? Tell, tell them, am I? I better know. I better know now because I've got minda oor. Ken jylle minda? Niemand ken minda. Jylle was nie, Amie net ek en Stefan. Minda en Robin en maybe Steve. Minda is when the army days are nearly finished. Like, you gooi minda. I'm going home. I'm going home. Between now and sometime in the future, unlike Jared, 1,159 years or whatever. And I don't want to be ineffective, guys. I don't want to be idle. Idol, can you bike with idol? This is why I want to I want to finish this race, guys, properly. So, your hideous heart. Don't don't come to me and tell me I'm ineffective, I'm hollow, I'm belly. <laughs> come on, my vrouw can do And Steve, maybe Donovan and Anton, but and Stefan, and that's it. <laughs> but talk to each other. If you see these character traits that you've taken on, ask your buddies, ask your loved ones, look, my son, that's the hardest, when your child tells you, you're hollow, ineffective, and double-minded. I'm like, get away from, oh, thank you, Jesus. And then I go and cry. In closing, amper klaar. I just want to read that Philippians 2. Marcel, can you run up? Again. And then... Yes, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to share with you. I didn't, I didn't uh, prophesy or teach about 
the names of God. You can read them. There's extensive lists of many names of the Lord and what they mean to us as believers. Go and make a study of the name of God, of your God, that you have chosen, or if you are tonight choosing him. Philippians 2 verse 5. All right. <laughs> Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God, a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed him the name that is above every name. I often say that um, when I pray and I counsel people, or I think some of us call it deliverance or whatever, um, as the Lord delivers people, I often say every name. All name above in heaven, on earth, is subject to him. All power, all powers, all principalities, that's what the scripture says, is subject to him. And so I just remind the enemy, your mind, your heart, about the promise of the word. And so with that name, go and baptize, go and prophesy, go and teach, go and Lift each other up. Go and serve kids, coffee, work, love people out of that name.